Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi guys how you doing um another lovely wednesday uh of recording a lovely thursday if you're watching this or listening to this day of uh old bits never die alex i currently have two cookies on my desk Ready to be eaten oh my God. at some point during this podcast, which Cookies for all for you old heads, for you old he- not even Stardom old heads, for your Stardom Quest old heads from a couple years ago, you'll know. I I I always got a cookie on me. I always got a cookie on me. It used to be a big cookie. I used to like the big cookies. These are Korean cookies. They're very small. That's okay. Why are, why are they Quest. smaller? Why are Korean cookies smaller? I don't know. It's legit. There's like there was just a tin of Korean cookies on the counter. Um, okay. Like my roommate got them, I guess, and so I've, I've just been eating them, and they're like very small and they're very like stiff, right? They aren't oh. soft, but if you dip them in milk or you dip them in anything, they like dissolve. So like if you dip them, then you immediately eat them. They, it's perfect. Right. That just sounds like a normal biscuit here. <laughs> so um, yes, but it, it yeah. was it was wait. A so when you tin. when you say cookies, because sometimes you guys say cookies when you don't actually mean cookies, you mean biscuits. It's possible I mean biscuits. Because when I think of a cookie, I think of the round small yolks with chocolate chips or whatever. Yeah, that's that's exactly And then biscuits are like something that you can dip, dip into stuff. Oh, you wouldn't, wait, those you, are like, both just cookies. No, because they're different. Okay, the, these are still cookies. Okay. Wait, maybe they're chocolate chip biscuits. Now you got me confused. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I'd have to see them. There's, there's a certain. I'm not taking a picture aura of my to it. Yeah. Either. All right. That's fair. There's a certain aura to a cookie. Like you know what is a cookie and what isn't. So, but yeah. Um, that is that is language differences with Alex and Dylan. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the Five Star Podcast Network. Five Star Podcast Network, home to us, of course, Stardom Quest, home to Dramatic Dream Dragons, which is a DDT and Dragon Gate podcast. Home to Watch Tej, the premier TJPW podcast in the world. Home to Puro Gems, which is a um, a monthly roundup of the indie scene in Japan, both men's and women's. And uh, there's also like some side projects that are going to start cropping up. I know Dylan is involved in one of them. Uh, there's also the streams that happen. The I can't remember what you call them. Summit. Summit. Summits. Um, so there's a lot of audio stuff going on. We're recording a separate project that. I don't think our listeners will really be able to get much out of, but it might help a lot of other people. Um, And then we also have articles on the website, which is fivestarnetwork.co. Yeah, uh, I finally released my article on the New Day and their their formation back in 2014-2015 and how they had no reason to be around still because everything went wrong for them in the first six months of their tenure together and i find that very inspirational and they are my favorite male tag team probably ever so that's why i uh 
put a lot of heart and soul into that article. I hope everybody goes checks it out, even though it's not Joshi related or perhaps not even anything you're interested in. If you it, Scott says it's one of my best projects that I've ever done. So if you believe Scott, you know. Yeah, I mean, I tend to believe Scott because Scott is never nice to anybody. So if he's if he's praising you like that, he means it. So um, I don't, apparently, uh, I'm the only one that like gets consistent praise from Scott. Like that's yes. crazy. Yes. You, like he is a meanie bobini. Like I swear to God, he he is horrible to me. Damn, that was you didn't even yeah. turn that into a joke. That's just that. No, that was just he just he's he's a bully. He bullies me. He harasses me uh, on a daily basis. I. Uh, I am scared every time I talk to him. So we love Scott. We love Scott. Yeah, yeah, we love Scott. He's great. Um, but uh, I think that's uh, that's enough for the plug. Um, so Stardom has not been uploading anything because uh, they've been on tour basically. So the last show that went up, I think, was from it's the seventh show back. Like there are six shows behind currently. Ten so days ago, for... as of as yeah. of the time of this recording, I believe. Oh, yeah. no, it's absurd stuff. Nine days. Yeah, still crazy. Um, so we are, instead of doing a review of stuff that we haven't seen and talking through six shows worth of house show tags, we're just going to do a roundup basically of the last week in stardom. Uh, we're going to put together the news with like promo stuff and story stuff that we think is important. Um, and there will be no review. And we're just going to go straight down into the preview because the previews this weekend are pretty big. The two shows are pretty major. Um, so I suppose the first place to start with news is it's one of those that isn't fully stardom related but could end up being stardom related uh, now Ishikawa left Ice Ribbon um, kind of I think it was last Thursday pretty uh, CM Punk tier departure like she buried the president of the company as he sat next to her she was apparently liking tweets uh, all day that were talking shit about Ice Ribbon and the president Pretty uh, pretty bitter breakup, all things considered. And, um, you know, it's one of those where if she shows up in stardom, they might obviously do something there because everybody who leaves Ice Urban has to feud with Julia, I guess. <laughs> so I wouldn't be shocked. But, I mean, if she hated Ice Urban, I don't know why she would hate Julia for leaving Ice Urban unless she goes down the Suzu path of, you ruined this company. Um that's so still crazy. That's even more crazy now that like all of the shit continues to unravel. Is just like like Suzu being like like everybody that used to work at Ice Ribbon being like Julia when you left things fell apart. Fuck you. Yeah. And it's like damn they actually did not because of Julia. Mm. Julia was just Julia. But that's crazy. <laughs> Julia saw the writing on the wall and said, "I'm out of here." Like <laughs> you like what that woman must take victory laps every single day about about that company. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's one to keep an eye on because uh, now Ishikawa was very much involved in this like idol project called like Kiss Me, Me Princess or something uh, alongside Rina Amakura. So there's a potential avenue for her to join Stardom and join Cosmic Angels or something. She'd fit their vibe quite well. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of I know she's like got a different gimmick now, which maybe fits the indie scene a little bit better. But it's just one of those where um, now could end up in stardom and they might use her hating Ice Ribbon as a storyline. I'm not fully sure, but uh, it's just worth mentioning. She's going to do the the old school Sonata and come in and cost Julie the world championship for Tam. Big, big heat moment in Yokohama. 
Yeah. She's going to be the, the cold skull, but not the cold skull. <laughs> um, yeah, so two things. One, Alex, I could still hear a football match. This this is really funny. I'm going to be real. <laughs> it's still well, picking up on your mic. Uh, for, full disclosure, Alex is currently uh, multitasking because he really wants to watch a, a soccer game uh, right now for all of my English speakers and not my English speakers. Um, but And two, yeah, so... I'm not a big ice ripping guy, as everybody knows, but it is really interesting to see the quote-unquote downfall of the company. I'm not saying that's going to go out of business, but I've heard wrestlers say it's going to go out of business way more than a company that isn't going to go out of business would entail. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yappy also had a a a Twitch stream, right, Mm -hmm. where she implied a few things, which were interesting. Um, not really interesting, yes. more concerning. Uh, one of which was that prominence were a bunch of bullies. Uh, she didn't say it, but she said it. Uh, and also that Kagetsu never got stabbed. Yeah, that is that is tragic. That is like Joshi lore that is now yeah. dead. Um, I prefer to believe that she did uh, stab Kagetsu. Like, I just think it's funnier if Skushi yeah. stabbed Kagetsu. I, so I'm like, just going to run with it. I never, like, I don't think... I don't think anybody, like, in their heart of hearts truly thought that Sakushi, like, grabbed a knife and just, like, stabbed her. And obviously that didn't happen, uh, according to uh, to Yappy, who also wasn't actually wrestling in Ice Ribbon when that allegedly happened. So she also doesn't have any first-hand knowledge. That doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to dig holes into, into Yappy's, uh, you know, into her story. But, like, I always thought that was, like, some, like, you know, drunken bar fight joke gone wrong, uh, and like you know something happened, and that was it. But the fact that somebody asked Yappy during her like, "Oh yeah, my my home company might just die soon, and I'm not particularly happy about it." Um, during that live stream, somebody asking Yappy, "Yo, what the fuck happened between Sakushi and Kagetsu?" is crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's the internet for you, isn't it? Um... Yeah, that Yappy stream was something. Um, I feel like she very much shone a light on uh, Himeka's retirement as well. And she was like, yeah, well, Himeka retired because fans harass- harassed her. Um, which had kind of leaked out a little bit. But I think this was full confirmation that like that was the number one reason for, for Himeka, is is harassment on, on social media and stuff, which I thought was interesting as well. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's it, you could kind of tell from certain things like it's it's a very unhidden secret for Himeka that she struggles a lot with the fan art of wrestling uh mm-hmm. because a lot of fans are just shitty you know what i mean like that's why she turns off her comments on twitter that's why she you know is very secluded in that way she doesn't really like doing meet and greets i, I remember she it, it was kind of funny because she came into stardom right after covid so she never had to deal with the stardom meet and greets but before that she just hated doing meet and greets, as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, there were stories about her like getting really upset at multiple meet and greets because fans were, you know, just shitty. You know, like that. That's that's just how it is. I mean, when it when it's somebody who began their public career uh, in a idol group that her designated role was to get made fun of because she's fat, that doesn't fully surprise me that mm. it would get to her. Um, but it is a shame. You know, because like, make is far better than that, and it it also ties into like 
what she said, and I, I took this very like it, like I found a lot of interest in it when she said that she doesn't think that she mentally or physically could handle being world champion. Yeah. I was like, I think this isn't a matter of her being like, oh, I'm not a good enough wrestler to be world champion. I think it's a matter of her being like, I can't deal with the eyes on me and the massive amounts of scrutiny that would pile on to the already massive amounts of scrutiny that she's under as a wrestler. Mm. And that that's sort of what kind of clicked for me is that I think a lot of this does go back to that more so than very much anything else. I'm sure she did have that plan. I mean, she's talked about having the plan where it's like, oh, by 25, she's either in or out and she decided to be out. But it does seem like that is a big part of like, you know, like an 80% part of the, the reason was the fan reception. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know like on the surface initially, it was kind of like, oh yeah, you know, physically and I, I said I'd do five years or whatever. But then the more you hear of the other side of it, you're like, yeah, I kind of it kind of makes a lot more sense. And um, the door may be open to an eventual like return on her end, because I feel like if it is more mental, I feel like that sort of stuff might fade with time. Um, so I just I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting when Yappy said that and was almost kind of offhand confirming that it was a lot more that than the physical stuff. Um but anyway, that's that's enough on the uh, the now and uh, Yappy. Um, another bit of news is that uh, one of the debuts this weekend has been pushed back. Uh, Kimomo Minami has suffered an injury, so she is unable to wrestle this weekend, and her and Hazuki has been pushed back. Uh, it has been replaced on the New Blood Premium show with Super Strong Stardom Big Machine versus Sexy Dynamite Princess. So that's whatever like, the hell that means. I think Big Machine is Lady Yuna. C. Is it, no, what? Isn't it I, Yuna? You know what's wild? Me and me and widescreen like had a long discussion about the, uh, <laughs> and we didn't want to, but we had a long discussion about that Strong Machine versus uh, Shinigami match because we were trying to figure out who everybody was. Because um, mm-hmm. I wanted to see if Aoi was still there. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, but. No, big okay, yeah, big machine is Yuna. Giant machine yeah. is Lady yes. C. And then strong so, machine is well, just strong machine is is Saya. Okay. Yeah. Um this presumably um it's a sexy dynamite princess will be Mariah May, because she's not on the show. And I mean I feel like she's the fighting princess. That's that's so. phenomenal. I love that. I hope she comes out in a mask. She better come out in a mask. I mean, she well, has obviously, to. yeah, she has to. So yeah, I mean, masked Mariah May, possibly? Question mark. Maybe it'd be Mina. That would be less fun, but still fun. Definitely less fun, but yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that is that match. Um, and yeah, come on, Minami. Just hope she can uh, get back from that injury as soon as as soon as possible. Um, yeah, it's, it's always like the worst time to get injured because this happens a lot with trainees. Is like. Mm. Either they get injured right before their first match, or like in their first match, first two matches, they get injured, and it really fucks them up. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they don't even, they don't even have that like response yet, of like, oh, like this is why I keep going because I really like doing this, or because fans are like, you know, like this, this, and that. You don't have any of those reasons yet. You know, you just are like grinding, and then something completely stops you. And there's, you know, it's it's a lot harder to get back on the horse before you debut than it is after. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen, like, uh, rookies who were supposed to debut and then got hurt and just disappeared. Like, it's yeah. it's not all that uncommon. So, you know, you just kind of hope that she does stick with it. But if she doesn't, it wouldn't be, like, this rare first-time occurrence, you know? The, the trainee stuff common. isn't... Yeah, it's not, it's not that easy to, to be a rookie. And especially if you get hurt very early on, I can imagine it really sets you back. Um, but that is, uh, is one of the big kind of drawing points of that show is the debuts. So, you know, one of them being missing uh, definitely hurts it. Um, then we have uh, lots of other little bits to round up. Um, so the first one is that earlier today, Stardom uploaded a video of Starlight Kid invading Ichigaya Chocolate Square. What a world we live in. Where that Star video Wrestler is crazy. Is, yeah, they're just visiting Gato Move. Like, it is fantastic. Um, I am in pain because the captain of the team I watch is injured. Let's <laughs> stop. She is our best defender, like, by far. So we may be screwed. But uh, we are winning 1-0, so it's okay. Um, you know you know what? Th- just a little bit off offhand. We are, what, 130-something episodes, 140? Are we up to under 40 yeah. yet? Uh, uh oh, no. no. Yeah, 130 something episodes in. Uh first few episodes we were like so trying to be professional and we were like trying so hard. And now I'm eating cookies. I mean, I've been eating cookies for like the past 100 episodes. But now I'm eating cookies. He's watching his his football game like on the side. We we but we still here. We still doing it. We still doing the damn thing. We still good at it. And the best but, of yeah. the best can multitask. It is all right. Like my my attention is focused solely on this audio. So you know I'm a professional. Um, but yeah, Starlight Kid showed up in Ichigaya Chocolate Square. And she challenged May Saruga to a match on uh, Yokohama Arena. So um, pretty pretty cool match there. Um, you know I think the funniest part of the entire well maybe not of the entire thing but one of the funniest things to me was her going to Aki and, like, trying to speak English, and he's like, I know Japanese. Like, I'm very fluent in Japanese. And she's just like, where is May? And he's just like, <laughs> you could ask me in Japanese. <laughs> and then he's like, she'll be here in a minute. And he just leaves. And I was like, I fucking love Aki. Aki's my guy. Starlight Kid was so fun in that video. She's so funny. I love her. Um... Her and May agreed to a tag match, and May Saruga said that um, she'll bring her best tag partner. So, speculation is already running amok as to who the tag partners will be, because neither Kid or May kind of said who they'll be teaming with. Um, a lot of people are already preparing to get their hearts broken by bringing up Meiho Shizuki. Uh, she ain't real. We, she ain't real. Yeah, our, yeah, in our world, Meiho Shizuki no longer exists, uh, much like Kyrie before her. Uh, if you, if you, there's one other one before that too. Might have been Mercedes, but I don't think so. Oh yeah, that was after that. Was yeah. is Mercedes real? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, in our in our canon, if you don't show up the first few times we think you're gonna show up, you don't. You no longer exist. Like that's just how it goes. Um. So to us, Meiho Shizuki doesn't exist. And if I had to guess, I would imagine Meisaruga will team with Momoka Hanazono, who she teams with pretty regularly. Uh, in Oz Academy, so May and Hanazono would be a fairly standard team in, in that regard. Um, or it'll be May and Azumi, because they did agree to team up after their high-speed match last year, and nothing ever came of it. So 
it might be them finally doing that. Um, for Kid, I imagine it'll be Umasaki. And if not, they might do Mio Momono. Because Kid and Mio did team together did once. Yeah. And I feel like there's no better place to introduce Mio than in a match against Meisaruga and Azumi. Or Meisaruga and Momoka Hanazono. Okay, see, now you're getting my hopes up. Because Mio Momono, while she is real... She is real. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that's not a real country. No. Um. So that no, uh, that was a. I should have said that. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh. That off the dome. My bad, guys. Uh. Not my bad. It's true. Whatever. I need to stop. Um. Momo. Neil Momono doesn't do stardom, and I want her to do stardom. So now you got my hopes up on that front, and that's not fun. <clears throat> well, how do you think I feel? Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that makes a lot of sense to me because it either be people, Umisaki. Sorry, some people were saying on Twitter uh, because Eldest Sprouto did reply, and she's and he was like, "Yo, I want to fucking I want to fucking wrestle against Draco Pro." Uh, but Kid replied to him that like, "Oh, next time I got you." So he's not going to be on the show. Some people were thinking, "Oh, Best Bros versus you know uh, the the Mask Connection or whatever their name is." You know, like but. That's not happening at Yokama Arena. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought that would be a thing. I didn't. I, I didn't like... either because they haven't done inter- intergender stuff and you know That's, at a stardom yeah. stardom show in years. Didn't really feel like Rossi would want that on his biggest show ever. Um, he probably wants it to be all about the women's wrestling. Um, and obviously, like bringing in Desperado and Aki would kind of. To be fair, Big Egg little... had. Didn't they have a male match? Is yeah, that... it was like a three on one handicap match or something. <laughs> was that the minis match? I think it might have AJW. been the minis. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, there was a tag. There was a dude's tag, wasn't it? Like, was it Michinoku Pro? Okay, this... Oh, Russell Marine Piad. That's what I'm thinking of. Because I was thinking, where where was Super Porky? Because there was there were the <laughs> Brazos. There were the Brazos. Uh, oh, that yes. was a really good yes. match, too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they used to do it back in the day, so that's a bad comparison. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, there was a couple male matches on those big uh, AJW shows. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen, but I feel like everybody like wants to wrestle in Shoko Pro, but they just don't. And I think that's really funny. Because like, like, Azumi last year was like, yo, I want to wrestle on the mat, bro. I want to wrestle on the mats. And now now Starlight Kid and Desperado are like, yo, can we wrestle on the mats? I want to wrestle on the mats. And just yeah. they never do. It's always yeah. just, it's just May and you know, Obi. <laughs> and Chie, you know what I mean? Like it's it's always they always get some indie guys on there, but I just find that really funny. Indeed. Um so yeah, I mean that would be a fun thing to to wait on. I hate how many surprises we're waiting on from stardom. I wanna know now. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um no. so Okay, we didn't talk about the lack of Sari. Didn't that'll be that'll be up next. Um so yeah, that's but that's an interesting use of kid, because we thought she'd be against Fua, but Instead, she's going to be oh, in yeah. this, like spotlight cross promotional tag, which is um, supposed to be a continuing the Dream Slam vibes, I guess, because yeah. uh, this show does have big Dream Slam vibes uh, sometimes. Um, so yeah, that'd be an interesting one. And if uh, if it is, if Mia Momono is one of them, great. If she's not, I'm sure it'll be cool. Uh, if Hanazono is one of them, excellent. We we like Hanazono in this on this show. They should get um, they should get Hazuki, Ida, and Fuwa in a artist championship match. <laughs> oh my god. Suzu Suzuki and Fuwa Chan. 
going at yeah. it. Um, yeah, why not? Um, so in a uh, shoe pro column, Sari was asked, are you the person Kyrie is introducing the April 2nd stardom show? And she said, no, I'm not. So um, that's that idea out the window. I have no idea who that reveal is going to be at this stage because can't be Mercedes money unless she's there for a video promo, which I doubt. I'm not really sure on. Uh, Sorry, has said it's not her. Could it be Naomi? So, um, might be, actually, yeah. Naomi makes a bit of sense. It makes more sense than, like, both of the alternatives. <laughs> I don't know, though. W- would she, like, come back to wrestling with stardom and not like, an American promotion? Like, she's a relatively well-known figure. I feel like she can make money she can modeling make money or whatever anywhere. she does on yeah. the side. So why would she do stardom corkins <laughs> i don't know it just would be a bit strange but um maybe do you remember that would be like the first time that two black women have ever been on a stardom show maybe not the um, first time but they they never used black women i'll see what that racial like racial what profiling. was it? i mean he did keep tessa around instead of rosa that's true that's true yeah well maybe that's why he hasn't brought in black women because last time he did one of the crackers was fucking yeah. abused her yeah yeah so that was that was the second to last time then the last time was brandy fucking Rhodes breaking her collarbone in like two days so that yeah mm-hmm. that was, <laughs> that's crazy that's yeah they should bring what in Naomi history. that's what I'm trying to say of course of course um yeah, that's uh, I don't know who the hell that's gonna be, and I don't know what Sari does as her intro to stardom now if she's not this mystery person, but we'll have to wait and see on that, I suppose. Um, on the topic, I guess, of Mercedes money, um, Mayu Iwatani this past week announced that she will challenge for the IWGP Women's Championship at the Yokohama Arena show, so presumably that will be Mercedes versus Mayu. And that is one of the biggest dream matches you could have possibly ever come up with. And uh, based on reports, that might be Mayu winning the belt. Because most people seem to agree that Mercedes has no more dates with Bushiroad after this. So, um, Which is like a bit... You know, not take it, take it with a grain of salt, but just you gotta look at it in the more literal sense of she's been to Japan once. Yes. And she has not, and she said, oh yeah, we'll do this for a few months, and then we'll probably revisit it. Like, that that's what I assume is the case, more so than like, oh, she is, she, she has, because she has, I don't know, I'm, I'm talking on my ass, but I think that people are kind of jumping at that very quickly, and Mayu being in that match does make it seem like Mayu might win, because it feels weird to put her in that match if she doesn't win, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, see, the thing with Mercedes is she calls the shots with New Japan. And she wants a lot of matches that they can't give her. So I wonder if this is finishing up with New Japan, I'm going to do the other matches I want, and we'll revisit this uh, down the line. Like a, a, no? a, like, yeah, I guess a Jericho deal, you know, because I mean, Jericho did the same shit. She, she really wants to wrestle Miyu Yamashita. She keeps on calling out Azure Kong. You're not going to get those wrestling for stardom, but somebody can make that happen. You know, somebody can make Miyu versus Mercedes happen so long as Mercedes isn't holding a New Japan belt. Um, yeah. Somebody can make Azure versus Mercedes happen 
so long as she isn't holding a New Japan belt. So I would sense it's a bit more of kind of dropping the belt now, do a few of the other things I want to do, and we can come back to this. Because I highly doubt she leaves the Bushiroad family before she gets to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. I know she's got to appear. You know she wants to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. I so, know she wants to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome, yeah. I feel like it will be the end of her with the IWGP belt until next year's Wrestle Kingdom, when she might be back in the equation um, after getting a few more of the matches that she wants out of the way. That's just kind of my read of it. Yeah, and like I said, New Japan is used to doing that type of shit. You know, I mean, hmm. Jericho got the fucking IC belt a few years ago. Nobody remembers it, but he did. It wasn't like he was there. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like he 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 was he left the company and then came back a couple months later. You know, like it was it, New Japan doesn't keep you to a deal very often in this sort of sense. So, yeah, I, I could see what you're trying to say, and I would be interested in that. I also think that maybe maybe it's just me, but the idea is that. I think people see it as if she leaves New Japan, she's going back to WWE. And I think mm. that's not where I see it happening. No. You know, like I don't see it like that. And I see it more along your view and your lens. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. Alrighty. Um, the next bit from the last week of stardom is um, there was videos made for Waka Skiyama where she was found outside the dojo face down in a heap, uh, ragged feral they've been and, releasing uh, these very sporadically i don't know if you've noticed yes. this yeah but they they, they have like today. prequels where like tam was like okay you're gonna do this and then waka's like why and then she's like just do it okay and then the next video they release is waka face down dead on the road you know what i mean like it's just like it's back and forth um so she was found by rebel enemy which is the interesting part and they've they helped her inside and then they released a video today where they were hitting her with a stick to like make her train or something um but there's clearly more to this waka thing than just if she loses she's gone it seems like they're gonna go the avenue of um is misguiding her and so she's gonna leave join some of the outsiders because she said she'd leave stardom she didn't necessarily say that she wouldn't join up with Enemy or Seven Up. Yeah, so, I mean, the she could just be doing the Unimon gimmick because I mean, Unimon is yeah. a member of the roster. I've, I don't remember who said it, but I'm pretty sure she has a homecoming show. Yeah, as a they, part they of give Stardom her Cruise. homecoming show yeah. and everything. So, like, she and she hasn't wrestled really anywhere else except for Yoniyama's promotion, who I don't yeah. know if y'all know works for new for Stardom. <laughs> so, like, you know, like she's she's a part of the company, but she isn't. A stardom roster member, quote unquote, mm -hmm. you know, in in that sort of sense. So yeah, I can imagine Waka doing that, and I think that'd be pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Waka went back to the devil shit, and I've been saying this for a long time. But I would be videos, surprised. Videos definitely hint at something because her facial yeah. expressions are not normal Waka. She's very like rugged and upset something like it's clearly there's some sort of anger there brewing yeah I, you know what would be wild if what? she did a turn mid-match and lost the match and like had like just i guess tam can't really take that l no i don't know i would, think I, 
I think that would be interesting, though. Yeah. And, I mean, and I Kyrie, Kyrie's on the other side. It's not you. That's true. That is you true. Can't really, you can't really turn and, you know, align with Kyrie, who isn't, has no allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I suspect it'd be more that, like, Nanai offers her a spot or something instead. Because yeah. um, it could just be that she's going part-time. Because, I mean, she's been missing from the last few shows. And I don't know why... Like, we... I would always say stardom doesn't do that sort of stuff for storyline purposes. They aren't that that good at this, right? Like they want yeah. people on every show. So Especially it might just be that she's quite popular, like Waka. Yeah. So I imagine like it could just be that she's phasing to a part time contract or whatever. And so they were they're gonna put her with one of the part time groups as opposed to Cosmic Angels. So it could just be that either. Yeah, that's true. Um I am interested in it though. And it ties in yes. with Tam just being a terrible leader, which I've always known. Very much so. I've always <laughs> believed. But, like, I feel like this past week, I'm just like, if if this isn't on purpose, then this is a crazy coincidence that Tam is the worst human being ever. <laughs> well, I don't know. That just seems to be her gimmick. Um, speaking of Tam, though, she single-handedly sold me on her versus Julia. She... Um, after the KBS Hall match, which was, I think it was Himeka and Julia against Meltier, Am started beating the brakes off of Julia, put off some of her hair, went backstage, and cut a fantastic promo. Yeah, you, missed, was... you missed the funniest part. was her kicking the shit out of Natsupoi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, people got so upset about that that they took the video down. Really? Yeah, I feel like I read that in a Discord. I don't, I haven't checked it, but I feel like people got very upset that not. Did they take it down? I think so. Somebody said they did. Anyway, maybe they just changed it. But I, I think somebody said they took it down. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm checking. But no, uh, damn, I'm that far behind. Uh, yeah. So Tam did cut a great promo. Rare, a rare Tam W, in my opinion. Um, maybe it's because it was in spoken word and had subtitles which isn't a thing that happens anymore in stardom. <laughs> so ma- maybe she that's was mad. Why. Yeah. She was actively angry, which definitely helped. This too, yes. Um, but for um, those who don't, um, for those who didn't see the promo, um, she said, uh, Julia, do you know how I felt since that day I took your hair two years ago? I became the champion, but all anyone ever said was Julia, 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 Julia. More your hair grew back the more it drove me crazy this time on april 23rd i will beat you and take everything you've got you'll be the one to crawl who through hell don't you forget it so the the stakes are rising i said it after their uh, initial promo i wouldn't be shocked if they had a stipulation to this match with tam cutting julia's hair and cutting a promo like this i feel like a stipulation is coming it's necessary, and I feel. I feel like this is the final match between them. Because you don't... This angle itself was a selling point. Like, this match, this angle, this show, sold me entirely on Tam versus Julia. It also feels like this is the big one. Like, this is the one. Tam... Is the one that I'm actually most... going to like? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's like, Tam's at her most upset. She's pushing all of Julia's buttons. Julia doesn't need a lot to get upset either. Like there's there's something to this this uh uh Yokohama Arena match. Yeah, um, they left it up. It's still in their pinned tweet. We don't know because we right, blocked, okay. but it, it's still their pinned tweet. 
Um, yeah, it's interesting for sure. And it does have to be the last one. I mean, I, I've already talked on this, but it, it needs to be their last one. And I am interested in what they decide to do. I would love it if they actually win Deathmatch, death or at least like go, go beyond the hardcore match style that Stardom does and did like a, a real, like, you know, brutal match uh, between them. I think that would be really fun and really interesting. But I imagine they aren't going to go that out there for their Yokohama show. Um, <clears throat> no. Even though, even though Yokohama historically is a big deathmatch territory, that doesn't. I digress. Um, I'm also losing my voice. That's crazy. Um, hmm. Okay, so yeah, I, I think this promo did definitely sell me on it, but I'm still like, we still, we still at this. Like, is Tam gonna lose her hair? Is that what this is leading to? Don't need to do that. I I really feel like she's going to put something big on the line. Yes, but she cut her hair. Like, that's the thing, is that it's like, it's it's Chekhov's hair, or whatever. It's like, if somebody cuts somebody else's hair in the first act, somebody's losing their hair in their third act. The issue is, this is actually like the ninth act and the twelfth act, uh, and somebody lost their hair in the second act. So it doesn't doesn't really play out that way. (laughs) <laughs> what if it's what if it's Julia puts the title and her hair on the line and Tam puts something more, right? Like they could do it that way, where Julia is like, Well, I don't want your hair. You're obsessed with mine, I don't want yours. This if is what if I it's want. not if it is not Oh, you know what? This is fantasy book and era era right now, okay? This is, this is how I'm thinking, right? They don't want Tam to be retiring right out of this mm-hmm. they don't want this to be a retirement match i imagine it's not a career match but i could definitely see pam putting up her leadership of cosmic angels on the line mm. and being like Maybe? being like i'll leave cosmic angels or cosmic angels will disband and i'll be alone again or whatever and then after she loses she can join up with mayu do that last tag run and then fade into oblivion Possibly, yeah. That could be that could be something. I just I feel like after a promo like that and the, the, the fight, you you have to put something. Like there has to be something extra. Yeah, but I, I just I just don't know what it would be. Yeah. I did start to think that maybe Tam might win based on that promo. I was like, this really feels like I might can't beat be Julia. That. I mean I, I well I mean Julia can always just be a two time. Yeah, because well, we said so. that when Julia won the belt, we were like, she could hold it for two months or two years. Like, Julia's reign was always completely unknown to both of us. Like, there was no clear next step. Um, But, like, Tam beating her at Yokohama Arena makes a lot of sense, Um, especially after a promo like that. But um, I suppose it depends on what the stipulation ends up being. Like, if it's just a normal title match... I would have a lot more faith in Tam winning, but if it's a big stipulation match, then obviously, I mean, Julia's Julia's gonna take the take the win. Um, but that was that was definitely one of the most interesting things from the past week. Um, was just Tam completely selling me on that match. Yeah, I, I she didn't sell me uh, personally yet, of course. but I did think it was a really great promo and it was very interesting. And I I loved the memes that was like. It was like <laughs> Tam watching Julia's hair grow back, like everybody's <laughs> hair grows back, and it's like I yeah. took that personally. I took that shit personally. <laughs> that was great. That was funny. 
I mean, like, I know that's such surface level joking, but I was like, it's you know, get your jokes in. Why the hell not? Like, I know she she explained why, but it's it's fine. Um, but I think that's everything for the past week. I don't feel like we've missed any news uh, or even any promo stuff from the shows. There wasn't really a lot. Um, Those streamers recall. looked fire. It did, yeah. The return of streamers was, was great. And uh, yeah, Stardom were like, yeah, we're not doing them again. And I was like, I will eat your souls. Yeah. I will run amok. Give me streamers. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's alright, I guess. But that I suppose we should get onto the preview section because we do have two big shows to preview this week. Yes, we do. Um, first of which is the New Blood Premium Pay Per View. Uh, in the opener, uh, we have that. There's actually a pre-show match and everything. It's Hanan and Hina versus Saida and Momokogo versus Raka and Rina. Um, I feel like the Ueda Tai team is set up for a win there because they've been pushed pretty hard. Yeah, it's wild that like. Six people who are like pretty fundamental to New Blood are just pre-show fodder. Yeah, that's what happens when you have to draft in all of your top stars to squash people to sell tickets. That's... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, then we have the mysterious singles match. Super strong stardom, big machine versus sexy dynamite princess. Who the hell knows? That, that shit is straight out of stardom and showcase. Like, that is so bad. I hate it. Um... But I don't know. What can you do? Uh, I'm in then... cookie mode. I'm in cookie mode. Okay, sorry. <laughs> then the next match on the show is a New Blood semi-final, uh, a New Blood tag tournament semi-final. It's Starlight Kid and Karma versus My Sakurai and Chan Yota. Um, Why are we still doing like... this? <laughs> I don't know. This is this is definitely Kid and Karma winning. They feel very likely to get the belts now. I mean, yeah, whoever wins this match probably gets the belts, right? Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, Mirai and Kid had that exchange after the yeah. tag at Corkin, and I don't know why you would do that if you're not setting up the final of this tournament. So, and that final could be good if Karma gets her shit together. She won't. Yeah. Kid having these new blood belts is going to be so weird because she feels so far above this brand. But she's also she's not. Like, no, on okay. It. You know what? No, I'm tired of it. Everybody says Starlight Kid. Everybody says the Starlight Kid is above things. She's not. She is in the she, mud, and she deserves to be in the mud. She was the leading part of an Artist of Stardom title-winning team. Like, wouldn't put Mom Watanabe on this brand. <laughs> like, that's because Mom Watanabe is good. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just upset about Karma, and I'm taking it out on Kid. I'll admit that. Okay. It's valid. Um, to be fair, Karma might die because Umasaki is like presumably winning the Diana belt soon and they might be like, Okay, you can you can have her be normal again. Show off our belt, please. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, I mean, that is putting a lot of faith in Diana though. That is true, actually, yeah. Um that is putting a lot round. of faith. Of course, yeah, she's she's fucked. Um anyway, that is a kid and karma win. Uh the next match is the second New Blood Tag Tournament semi-final. It's Marai and Tomoka Inaba versus Nanami and Ami Sore. Um, crazy that Ami Sore is probably the worst wrestler in this match because Nanami goes crazy. Yeah, Nanami's gotten really good. Yeah. It's weird because Nanami and Miran just like stunt on everyone. It's it's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Um, the kids are all Yeah, right. that's... 
Sometimes. Um, but that is a Mariah and Inaba win, definitely. Yep. I miss Inaba. I, I, like, I'm really excited for this weekend because she's going to be back in stardom. Uh, yes. But she's been busy beating the brakes off her sister, so I get it. Yeah, which uh, I don't think I've seen because JTO Neither is like possible to get nowadays. Um, the next match on the show then is a uh, Supernova five-match series. This is the third match. It's Miu Amasaki versus Siri. So the Passion uh, Injection Mew... was not a part of the series? No. Interesting. It was just torture. Okay. So, Allegedly. Um, yeah. We haven't seen it. Yes. Well, yeah. I, I saw the photos of Miyu Amasaki after she she looked like she'd been through some shit. Um, looked like a so, war veteran. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh. You could see it in the eyes. She had seen some things. Um. Yeah. That's gonna be Siri like beating the shit out of her. So that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. um the reason the reason we call Miyu Amasaki uh, Kevin is actually because. Damn. Uh, Velke gave me this joke, and I feel really bad about it now that I'm about to say it. It's because much like Kevin Von Erich, there will be a dead wrestler in this match when it when it ends. Oh my god. Wow. R.I.P. I think it's the, one of the least mundane, that's like one of the least controversial things you've said on this show. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. When he, I when I went like, to say it, I was just like, damn, this feels kind of bad. <laughs> well, I mean, he, like, is dead. Like, you cannot do anything about that. So, it's true. It's <laughs> I don't true. know. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Yamasaki will will get beaten up. She so will die. Yes, most definitely. Um, the match after that then is a rookie debut match. It is Hanako and Lady C versus Micah and Himeka. Um, I mean, my my Hime is winning, but that's a pretty good match to put Hanako in for the, her first one. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen. <clears throat> oh my god. That crack. The cookie. I blame crazy. the cookie. No, that wasn't even the cookie. That was just that was just me talking too much. I never shut up. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say now. Uh, no, I I haven't seen Anika wrestle since the prominent stuff. Right? She's still been doing UWF mm-hmm. stuff. She just retired, quote unquote, Risa Fella, uh, the other day. I haven't seen anything since, like you know, uh, I want to say late last year. So I'm interested to see how the stardom training has like developed her. And if she is any better than she was a few months ago. I would assume not at all, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. Um, the match after that, then, is another rookie debut match. It is Julia versus Aya Sakura. Um, and yeah, that is that is our karate master going up against Julia. Uh, Julia's probably going to beat the hell out of her, because really that is what Julia name. does. Yes. Um, and we'll probably get... Out of everybody, I feel like Sakura was going to get put into a faction the fastest, so they might recruit her right away, um, either DDM or God's Eye. So, but I, I would expect it to happen here. Yeah, we'll see. I'm interested. Um, I don't know if they do it right then or there. Maybe they wait a month or so, but I'm, I'm interested. Sometimes they wait, and sometimes they are immediately like, yeah, we, you're, you're cool. We, we want you in a faction. Yeah, it wasn't Miyu Amasaki immediate, but then Lady C, yeah. like a year and a half. Yes. AC waited until she first won a match. And, and then, then she waited, waited another a few month more months. Two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I imagine this will be one of those where she immediately goes into a faction, um, especially since she's against Julia. Um, then we have the presumed main event and genuinely like the real draw of this show. Like, this show is useless without this. No offense to any of the rookies, but 
it's useless without this. Um, we have Wakasuyama and Tam Nakano versus Nanai Takahashi and Kairi. So um, that's so. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> like... a lot of avenues. <laughs> like this always looked like the place Waka would get her first win, but there is not a chance that her team is beating Kairi and Nanai. Surely. Finger poke doom, brother. Hell yeah. She, Waka's gonna gonna poke Nanai, and yes. Nanai's gonna give all of her passion to. That sounds weird. I'm not gonna continue saying that. Um, like the only the only way you could do it is if Rebel Enemy helps her cheat or something, and they throw the powder. That would at be Nanai really and interesting. She gets rolled up. Like, that would I would actually love that. Yeah, because that would give you the out to to have your time. And then Tam's like, to... oh, oh, and then and then, t- oh my God, yo, I I I see the vision. I see the vision, Alex. That is actually such a great way to do it. Fucking uh, ectoplasm, and then I gets rolled up, and then Tam's like, what? You you shouldn't w- be winning this way. That's terrible. Like, what, do you have no pride? And then Bach is like, fuck you. You made me dress like a turtle. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would actually love that. That would be dope. But I doubt that oh. that Nanai and Kyrie's like first tag loss in almost what nine years comes at the hands of Walk. Well, I would know. love it. There are, I'd there be are really interested. News. Yeah, there's ways to do it, I suppose. But the most likely outcome is Waka gets her shit rocked and loses, and then uh, we have kind of whatever story beats fall out of that. Because there's a few, as we said, there's a few routes they could go. She loses um, with the Rebel Enemy videos, with Nanai previously showing a lot of respect to Waka. Um, like her leaving doesn't necessarily mean she's gone, but it definitely seems to signal the end of her as like a full time wrestler. Yeah. So, um, but that'll be interesting to see. And that is this. This match is like the selling point of this show because it think- is really. One of the best built things they've had in a long, long time. I think the interesting thing is that Club Venus has become like a complete non-factor in anything. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely been like a in weird this and in a lot thing. of things. Like I mean, I like and you, the Corican. You read the promos afterwards, and it's like Tam's like, "Oh, Mina, welcome back," and Mina's like, "I'll never leave your side again." You know, like, and I'm just like, "Oh, that happened," I guess. This was like two weeks ago. <laughs> like this was this was this was the show that they didn't put any effort into that they put up last week, and so I'm just like, okay, so there's no turmoil whatsoever. There's no issue. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. all homies. Club Venus just doesn't really exist anymore, but it does because Mina has to lead something, and that might change with the introduction of um. X's in the Cinderella tournament that might they might join Club Venus they might not depending on who they are but it is strange <laughs> that like that's completely become Very. nothing yeah I don't really know it, it felt for a while like they were doing something there and then completely pulled back which I'm kind of glad on because I didn't really want Mina being spoiled heel splitting from Tam or whatever so it's it's fine um yeah, Club Venus is always going to be in a state of like fluctuation because it's kind of reliant on foreigners. Yeah. Um, but uh, we do have a big, 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 big show to preview uh, we, next. We, we still have one more. It's the tag final. 
Oh shit, yeah, fuck, I forgot all about that. Um, so yeah, they're gonna crown New Blood Tag Team Champions on this show. Um, we, I mean, could be either team, really. Like, Mirai... I need about a lot less likely. It's gotta be Mirai, Kid and Karma. Yeah, like, Kid and Karma or Chanyota and my Sakurai feel like the, the most obvious picks. I feel like if Aoitomo was still a thing on these New Blood shows, they would be perfect for them. But since Aoi's a Shinigami, I guess, now, and that's it in stardom. I don't even know if she's still that. I, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it's a shame, because, like, you say that Kid's above it. I think Mirai is the only one on the show that is, like, firmly, like, should not be there. <laughs> right? Like, she, <laughs> she's, like, she's like a super senior, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah. you do not belong she's around She's a very, like... Yeah, she's very out of place on these, and kind of so is Amisore. If if she wins the tag belts with Mirai, like they would be very far above all this, which is a big reason why I don't see either of those teams winning. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's probably Kid and Karma to to get them over under uh two failed fireballs on the show. Uh, under. Under. I'm I'm saying yeah. I'm saying exactly two. Okay. I know that's not okay. how over under works, but still. Yeah, no, you should have said one point five or something. Yeah, one point five. Over under one point five. What do you think? You think under still? Yeah, I'm I'm going over. Say that. Over. All right. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Um, we do have a big show to preview after this. All right. So the second show to preview is the Cinderella tournament opening round. Uh, this is on the twenty sixth of March. So uh, starting as a double header at the Yokohama Budokan. Uh, both shows are live, and one is the New Blood, and one is the Cinderella. Cinderella tournament opening round is lengthy. There are so many matches. <laughs> it is one, it. two, three, 16. four, sixteen matches. So a lot of these are going to be short. Don't know. Have they announced the time limit yet for these? I assume it's ten minutes because yes, you it's couldn't ten do. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, these are all ten minute time limit matches. You can win by pinfall, submission, or over the top rope. And if the match goes to a draw, both people are eliminated. So, best place to start is with Utami Haishishita versus Nanai Takahashi. So, this is a pretty big match to do. Um, and this is one of the more interesting ones. Because I think this... Uh, the winner of this faces the winner of Micah versus Momo. Oh no, it's 18. That's crazy. 18 matches? I create, yeah, yeah, it's 18 matches. Wow. All right, okay. I wrote about 18 um, matches yesterday. Incredible. Um, yeah, this is an important one because the winner of this faces the winner of Micah versus Momo. I think that's going to be a big match to sell tickets to the round two show. Yes. Right? So the winners of these kind of have to set up a big match, which is why I suspect Nanai eliminates Utami mm. and then Micah eliminates Momo. So you can do Nanai versus Micah. Because they've got a built-in feud. Well, I mean, all of these people have a built-in feud. That's the beauty of it. That's true. This, this, top, I feel like... this top left quadrant is insane. I'm going to be real. Um, yes, like, is. outside of Mirai versus Rena, which, I mean, Mirai could be a big deal. Uh, everybody mm -hmm. in this has, like, this real, like, heat to it. Every every match in it. And even Mirai versus Rena is based on xenophobia, so it's great. Um, <laughs> but as, as for, yeah... Nanai versus Utami feels like there's a lot of matches that feel like they're draw bait. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, yeah. this one's obviously gonna draw, which could make it interesting, right? So Yeah. 
the way I th I'm thinking of the first round is I'm more so going by what will this set up? Like, what is everything setting up? Because yeah. we do need matches to sell Karkin in round two. So that's kind of my thought process for all this, which is why I have them doing Nai versus Micah. Because that feels like a Karkin match, whereas Tami versus Momo, or even Utami versus Micah, don't feel like they do that because those are like pay-per-view matches. I mean, um, Micah and Utami have a long history in Corkin. Uh That they do, I suppose. I, I feel like... No, it feels like a pay-per-view match nowadays. And I mean, Utami has never beaten... Um, or no, She's never beaten Nanai, right? She, they've only had tag mm -hmm. matches, but they've always ended with Nanai winning. And, you know... I can see it. I think Nanai going forward in her first Cinderella is smart, you know, because mm -hmm. she just missed out on it uh, when she left. So I think that would be smart. But I also feel like Utami Micah or T Utami Momo, like they sound way more. Yeah. See, so Utami Momo is a lot more like they they have to protect that at this stage because that's essentially a match we never got for like a title. Um, so you can hold off on that, and doing it at Cork and doesn't feel like enough. Yeah, so I, I guess don't in, see, especially I, in the second like, round of Cinderella. Yeah, like that's the only match that I definitely don't see them doing. Whereas you could talk me into Utami versus Micah, or even like Nanai versus Momo. But I feel like we're going uh, Nanai, Nanai versus Micah. Nanai Momo would be would. interesting. Uh, I think... Definitely. When's the second round? Um... Early April. Oh, 2nd of April, isn't it? I believe so. Okay. Um, I don't know why I asked. It doesn't matter, because nothing's happening until <laughs> Yokohama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think Micah over Momo, and I'll hazard, I'll hazard Utami over Nanai, actually. Which? Yeah, I think, I think Utami over Nanai. Alright, so you have Utami and Micah next round. Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Right, okay. That's, I suppose that doubles as our preview of uh, Micah versus Momo. Neither of us is giving Momo a chance. I mean, no. Because <laughs> no. Micah is, like, potential winner. Like, she's, like, top two, three. You know, she's top two yeah, for me definitely. of potential winner of this. Yeah. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, she's out first round. If she is, then things get very, very interesting. I have no idea what the fuck's happening. Mm -hmm. Especially on the left side of the bracket. But I just think that she's going far, right? Because she has the match against Himeka, uh, and that she's going to need something to like sink her teeth into coming out of that. Yeah. So even if it's just another unsuccessful title challenge, which sucks, it's the it's the Sonata issue all over again. Because uh, Sonata is challenging for the seventeenth million time uh, coming out of New Japan Cup. If he doesn't win, it's going to be literally for nothing. I feel like Micah is also kind of at that point, which is concerning, mm -hmm. but. Of anybody in this in this tournament, it would make the most sense for her to win. So her over Momo feels like a, you know, it feels obvious. Also, they have they she's beaten. Mo I hope she beats her with the Katahajime again. I think that'd be funny. Hell yeah, the beast. Um, after that, then we have Julia versus Mai Sakurai, and I feel like this is one where they want you to think that Sakurai can win, but. The way I see it panning out is Julia and Hazaki both win 
mm. in this side because that sets up Julia versus Hazuki for the second round. See, I, I disagree. Haven't they run that before? They have. Julia has did Julia yeah. versus Suzuki. Yeah, that was yeah, so... Suzuki beat her in the five star. Yes, that's great true. Match, so match. I feel like you have Julia beat Mai and you have Hazuki beat Azumi. And then you can do Julia and Hazuki like drawing the Karkin. See, the way I see it, I have okay. I have Julia over Mai and I have Azumi over Hazuki. Right. Because Azumi was talking about how she just wants to face Julia. That's that's she 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 barely was like, oh, I want to win this tournament. She's more like, I just want to face Julia. That's 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 the goal right now. Um, and also that makes it so that the IWGP match could be just Azumi versus Mercedes. I think it's going to be a three way though, because that the more exciting match is is Mercedes versus Hazuki versus uh, Azumi. That's better yes. to me. So I, I mean, feel like that's what they're going to do there. I could see it, but I also I don't know. I, I, I something something in my bones tells me that Azumi's Azumi's taken over. Because I also think mm-hmm. that a Hazuki Julia match would be hard to book right now, even though they could just draw oh, out. Really, they could just draw yeah, out. Cause... I know, but I I feel like Azumi throwing Julia over the top rope would have more or had have less stakes than Hazuki drawing with Julia, if that makes sense. And that's like the Cinderella is all about like as few stakes as possible, unless they are abundantly necessary. Well, I mean, if Julia is still waiting on a first win over Hazuki, you can set that up as a red belt match, though. So that's it's... why I would do that. Like that's why I would have Julia beat Mai, and Hazuki can beat Azumi, join the IWGP match, maybe challenge Julia soon. Um. I could see it. I think a draw between them works because I think the next show is the second round and the quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken. Julia, so you'd wait, be able oh, to have. Wait, but an issue, an issue there is that Mariah May would just move on all the way. Yeah, you don't want Mariah. No offense to Mariah, but you don't really want her beating Julia or Hazuki. So yeah, I, okay, yeah, I, I could see a, it. a Julia you know? Hazuki draw. In the first round, or in the second round, and then Mariah moves mm-hmm. on against like Mika or Minai. Yeah, no, I know Micah they did post. Did post somewhere the the way they were laying out the Cinderella tournament, like the yes, show by show, I but I can't it. find it. I just I have no idea. I'm what like, it was, though. <laughs> why are they making life so difficult for me? Did I see on Wikipedia. See. I see on Wikipedia. Okay, so it's yeah. So the second round and the quarterfinals are. Oh, it's on different days. Okay. I don't think it's that not changes. Not though. I don't think the fourth. I don't think the second round is at Corkin, is it? Jesus. God. <laughs> it's at. Is it Takadano Baba? Maybe because it's uh, the first of Fe- April, and April then Corkin is the second. Uh, oh, it's the. Oh, it's some random venue they never run before. They, Light Cube Utsoniyama. Light Cube Utsoniyama. Yeah. Oh, Ta- Tochigi Light Cube. It's so neat. My God, they've never run there before. That is that is for sure. <laughs> I've never seen that venue name in my life. Uh, Have you? No, not even a little bit. Is it on cage matches? Because yeah, that kind of throws me for a loop a bit. Because I thought the second. It's a big hall. Okay, it's literally called Big Hall Light Cube Itsumiyama. Uh, oh, great. Okay. 
I am not finding any. Zero one run here, like a week ago. A charity show. Oh wait, 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 wait! Is it? No, that's a fucking football stadium. <laughs> I think I think it's this one that zero one ran for uh, a few weeks ago. Interesting. Eleven days ago. What? What? what did but they anyway, get? what capacity did they get? Doesn't say because it, it was a charity show, so I don't one. think they have it. <laughs> I know, right? How annoying. Does it say anywhere what it has? I assume it's a big enough space anyway if they're running a no, it's entire funny. round. I wrote I wrote this like this big preview of the show that everybody should check out on Last Word um on Pro Wrestling or Last Word on Sports slash Pro Wrestling, I should say. Uh I wrote on a I wrote a big preview of it. I used Spanner's uh guide for to help me because there was a lot of matches and all of this. I put so much work into it, and then there's still an issue of us just googling shit because we don't know what the fuck's going on. Like this is this is what I was trying in, in, to avoid. <laughs> in my defense, they should like Stardom should have pinned that tweet. That's all I'm gonna say. Wait, why aren't we looking at the um, fucking schedule? Right, so, two thousand people, two thousand people can fit in this uh, hall. Interesting. We, we so could have just been looking you're at the definitely well, okay. So you're definitely running some big matches, which Julia versus Hazuki definitely is. Yes. So I would have second round. So for the second round, we would have Utami versus Mika, or no, Nanai versus Mika, and then Julia versus Hazuki. So that's kind of how I would see it. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think Julia beats Mai and Hazuki beats Azumi, and Hazuki goes on to uh, to ch- join the, the, the match with Mercedes, which is why they haven't made that official because that. They announced like five matches for Sakura Genesis, but not the yeah. Mercedes match. So they might be waiting to add Hazuki to it. Um, then we have Mariah May versus Rina, and that feels like a pretty easy win for Mariah May. I feel like she goes deep into the tournament and has like a pretty establishing run because that's usually what they do in the Cinderella. There's always one person who like does really well. I mean, she's not going to do that well. My my my. my... Wi-Fi went out for a second, but I'm back, I hope. All right. um, she's okay. not going to do that well because she has two matches and she's going to lose to Micah. <laughs> because if, if, if we're right, mm-hmm. there's going to be a draw that advances her to the quarters, and she's just going to lose out yes. of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mariah, Mariah, I should say, over Rena makes total sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have Mariah as like a Dark Horse win. Like, she could, she could win the whole thing if they wanted to, if they wanted yeah, to get real ballsy I mean... about it. If they wanted to bring back the SWA belt, she'd make a lot of sense, but I don't know if they see her in that light. I, I, is she... What I wonder she's is... She's Kamatani tier? Is she... Um, I'm wondering who, if this year's tournament is this, is this more... Yeah, it was Mariah. I'm wondering if this tournament this year is that important. Is It is always important. I know the dates are a bit weird, but it is like a big tournament. No, but them, like, what always. if what if she wins and her her wish is to be SWA champion? Because um, there's no projected us... date for yeah. the Cinderella winner to win a belt. You know, she like uh, again. I don't think Mariah's winning. I think that she's going to get stuffed mm-hmm. by Micah. Uh, she's going to get I forget the word I use stuffed. Whatever. Um, she's going to be get beat by Micah in the quarters, but. I could see her win it because she hasn't lost yet. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like she's very she's viable, and I could definitely see her mm. 
her wish being, oh, I want the SWA belt, and I want, you know, I want it to come back, and I want it in my possession, and why not? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that would set us up for, like, potentially an SWA match at the uh, Yokohama Arena show if they wanted to. And then, yeah, then, you could bring like, it back Tekla there. can come out and challenge her or whatever. Yeah, or, so maybe. what I was thinking, also, is the two X's, which we'll have to talk about one of them in a, in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two X's, what if they just do a Fatal 4-Way with, well, actually, one, two of them are probably going to be from the same country. So that wouldn't work. Yeah. But uh, oh, they don't they I don't mean, care about the rules. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's true. Um, like I could have I could I don't do a four way for the for the belt for the SWA. Belt. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if they'd do that though. I don't know if they'd ever do that for a belt uh, that isn't the high speed. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I I don't see Mariah Mariah winning. But I mean, can't rule it out. I guess. But I don't see it. Um, that is that quadrant of the bracket. The next one starts off with Siri versus Tomoka Inaba. Um, this is one of the cooler matches. Yes. This might this might be one of the draws that eliminates a big star because oh, I can't see that. I don't know if like Saki versus Siri is something they want to do. Um, when do you can just have like Saki week. skip ahead. They do it constantly. It's true, but you know what I mean. I mean, Saki could easily just beat Shuri. That's the thing. I do not want that at all. Um, so I would rather this be a draw that eliminates the two of them. Um, I could also see especially to... Inaba tossing Shuri over the top rope, no, like kicking her off. Not a chance. Not a hope. <laughs> it's it's over the top rope, man. Like it's it, dumber things have happened in this tournament. That is true. Not dumber, but it, more I just I see crazy. them both lose. I see them drawing, and then. For like the next couple of shows, you can do Siri and Tomoka tagging on the undercard because you do have to also think of how they're going to fill out the cards uh, around the tournament matches. So Siri and Tomoka teaming would fill up one or two of the matches. Yeah, because Ami and Ami and Mariah are both going to move forward probably. Hmm. So it'd be kind so of I would I would have that. I could see it. Yeah. Um. Then you have Momokogo versus Saki, and I feel like that's an obvious Saki win because everybody pushes her. She's got to get her, get her win back. They're, yeah, they're, they're 1 0. They're 1 0, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. The only winning record that Komomo has in the company, as far as I'm aware. Maybe against Waka, because Waka's Waka, but I don't oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be against Waka. But one of two. <laughs> All right. Um, next up then is Saya Kamatani versus Mayu Iwatani. Um, See, but this I has to be a draw. Oh, possibly. What did their GP match do? Was uh, that a draw? It was Saya over Mayu. Saya over Mayu. And okay, I the might year, have they, Mayu. They've wrestled three times in tournament. Uh, yeah. And it the first... Oh, no, not in tournament. They've wrestled two times in tournament and one time before mm-hmm. this. Mayu beat her the first two times. The most recent time last year was Saya over Mayu. So it's two and one okay. for Mayu. Uh, but it feels hard. Like, Mayu doesn't really get far in these tournaments anymore. That's true. And also, we just saw Mayu versus Saki at last year's tournament. And Saki won yes. in seven seconds. Oh, but there's yeah. the X. That's well, the big thing. That's, that is, that's true. Well, I don't know. X can probably face Kamatani. Maybe. I'm... I, I'm I'm participating off the idea that Mayu beats Kamatani. Because if anybody gets a decision, right. I don't see it being Kamatani over Mayu. 
in this. No, I feel like Kamatani would beat Mayu to level him up because uh, she is the white belt champ. Yeah, maybe want to. But her at a certain. I, I see it as a draw. Mayu winning because I don't think that because right. Kamatani ain't setting anything up. You know, what I mean, she has a championship match already. She's she's probably it's losing true. that championship match. She just losing to Mayu over the top, very easy. But it's, it, yeah, actually, Saya going out and then spending the next few big shows wrestling Mina and Tags might exactly. be the way to go. Yeah, that, yeah. That's so maybe that's how they do it. So yeah, because you can have Saya and Utami team up as well to fill out some of the cards the same way. You can have Siri and Inaba team yeah. up. It's it's either it's it's either a draw, which if we see Shuri Tomoka as a draw, then I don't think this one's a draw. It's either a draw or Mayu over. Alrighty, okay then. Um the next match then is Lady C versus X. Um now with regard to X and double X, um I've been told, I haven't seen this, uh Sonny, our good pal Sonny, uh said on the Meltzer boards that one of the X's won't be here in time for the Cinderella tournament because they couldn't get their visa. They will still be coming to Japan. They'll be two weeks late. And they will be replaced in this tournament. So I don't know if that's this X or it's double X, but one of them is just going to be whoever they can rope in. So like it might be Yoniyama. It might be Yuna Mizumori. It might Yuna's be... Yuna's already in it. She? Okay. It might be um, uh, one of the Colors crew. Like it could be Hikari Shimizu or something. Um, Saki is but that is yeah. the so both X's are not foreign wrestlers by the looks of things. What? Wait, what do you say? One of them. One of okay. And yeah, like because one of them, they are both meant to be foreign wrestlers, but one of them seemingly cannot get into the country in time. So that means one of them will just be a random Japanese lady. Yeah. Um. Which. I would give it to Hina. I would give the 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 foreigner to Hina. I should say, or no, no, no. I would yeah. I would give the foreigner to Lady C. That's that's okay. Because Mayu versus a foreigner is always a draw, right? But then again, Tekla yeah. versus a foreigner is also a thing you could do. So if she wins, yeah, I don't think Tekla wins. That's hard. Koguma doesn't yeah. lose in the Cinderella. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, her domain. Damn, this is interesting. Uh, yeah. And I think Lady C gets eliminated either way. Yes. I mean, both Lady C and Hina um, get eliminated either way. Yeah. Who then could X be? Because um, assuming it is a foreigner... Who, there's who a few... hasn't TJPWRA taken? Yeah. Like, there's names that can be ruled out, but there's not a ton. Like, it's not Kylan King. No, it's not Kylan King. Um... It's not Vert Vixen. She's just been in TJPW, or just been announced for TJPW. Um, it's none of the... It, she just... Not Sandra Moon. She's marvelous. Yeah. It's not Billy Starks. It's not um, Max. It's not Heidi. It's, it's not Willow. There's it's an, not really anybody from AEW, no. probably. It's been an Eve show announced that has a lot of the major names, like uh, Jetta, Bradley Morgan, Izzy Evo. Is so, the Ava available? Not sure. She hasn't wrestled in a while. Um, okay. She's uh, she seems to have kind of stopped a bit. So fearful, I don't know about her. That she might be available. Yeah, it could be the Ava. I don't know, but like I genuinely have no idea who it could be because anybody logical is already booked, right? So it's I, like it's gonna be another complete surprise. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this might be a round of Americans because 
I feel like these visa issues happen way more frequently with Americans than they do with... Yeah, possibly. So, and they usually bring over same country. You know what I mean? Like, that. Mm. that's just... Not necessarily, but that's just often how it's been. Uh, maybe Session Moth. Are there Session Moth any, available? I, oh. um, I think she just won the OTT women's belt, so probably not. I, if she, yeah, I don't think they'd belt her up if she was leaving the country. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh. Yeah, it's confusing because like there's so many women out there now that it could be, and it's just the hell knows. Tyang like I don't know if yet. there's anybody who's. Huh? Tyang got signed yet? She oh, no, she's she's just doing New Japan Ring shows. Of Honor. She's, but she's doing New Japan shows, isn't she? Or she's yeah. she's training with New Japan. Yeah, I don't know with her, but I know she just did Ring of Honor, so probably not Hyan, even though she'd be pretty beast. And she, I don't, I imagine she's booked. I'd have to check. I'm checking. Um, yeah. I mean, we could sleuth yeah, every every indie wrestler's schedule, but it's not really worth it. Um, I assumed it would be a British woman because Eve did a while ago talk about four women heading to stardom. Yes. So far, there's only been two. Uh, Edge of Glory, the twenty second, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, she's gonna be on a yeah. show in. Uh, you also have to remember whoever whoever's doing this is missing Mania Week bookings, so mm. yeah. a lot of the wrestlers will have announced themselves especially, for Mania Week. Especially, yeah, that that means that no American is doing that because it's kind of like the yeah. American payday. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wouldn't say it's any American wrestler because just they'd miss out on the biggest weekend in America. Um, unless it's somebody far, far away from L.A. who, like, wouldn't get booked anyway, but I really don't know much about that. So um, I don't know. I have no guesses for X for once. Like, I genuinely am out of ideas. Once, like, it's not... Once it wasn't Kylan King and uh, once it wasn't... It was Kylan, my only guess? Yeah, I think Kylan was my only guess. <laughs> Once it wasn't her, I was like, I have no clue. Oh, it's not Windsor. That's that's who we were thinking. Oh yeah, Alex Windsor. Yeah, she's her knees. <laughs> Bye. So <laughs> both of the 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 poor lovebirds. Um, yeah, yeah. Will Osprey got hurt as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. Uh, but whoever they are, as well, whoever they are, uh, they will meet Mayu. One of them. Oh, actually, I don't fucking know. This this is all just... It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess, definitely. I hate mis- mysteries. I don't like them. Um, but that is that section of the bracket. Uh, the next one starts off with uh, Starlight Kid versus Haruka Umasaki. Oh, shit. Um, I did it the wrong way. On the, on, the, on the page, yeah. I, I went up to down. down. Yeah, so I have to go. Okay. Um, uh, this feels like it might be the draw one other of the draws because they, they may really? not want yeah because if they're going to be a team they might want to part them and they wrestled before and went to a draw so i feel like you might stick with that i feel like i mean i'm cool with that don't get me wrong yeah because i mean would 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 umasaki beat kid no the kid would be that'd be umasaki. worth it yeah. Umasaki's only well, had I feel one like... singles match in stardom. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It was against Sakamata. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. A, a kid might make a deep run, but I don't know if it would benefit them at all. I mean, it would give... The way I see it, it could mm-hmm. be Kid Natsuko. That could be a match that they're giving away in the quarter. Hmm. The I didn't I didn't have Natsuko progressing that far, so. See, I yeah, I feel like, well, Tam can't progress that far. Himeka's retiring. Is Ruaka going? Well, Himeka might beat her though. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I I can see Ruaka going. Like making not like a deep run, but making a run past Natsuko. Uh, yeah, like you could, you could like do, you have Amisore kind of get through this or, or something, and then like Rocka versus Amisore. See, but maybe? I feel like Kid over Ami. Like I, 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 I don't know. I don't see a Kid in Umasaki drawing. It just feels too far. Like mm-hmm. not that it feels too far fetched, but I feel like they tried with Umasaki, <laughs> and they were like, okay, yeah, that's enough. That's true. <laughs> That's not stopped them before, though, so I feel like they would still go with Umasaki, and they might do. I mean, dude, I am cool with that, trust me. Because, like like I said (laughs) earlier, uh, Micah is one of three possible winners, and the other two that I personally view is Kid and Natsupoi, right? I don't want either of of those to happen. I want Micah to happen. So the sooner that Kid gets out, the sooner that Natsupoi gets out is a better day for me. So I'm cool with, with a draw for Kid and Umasaki or Umasaki over. I'm cool with either of those. But I feel like Kid moves forward and eventually meets Natsuko. And that kind of starts something. Maybe not starts something, but it you know teases a little bit. Your hatred of Starlight Kid shining through at every moment is, is very interesting. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the more unpredictable results because I could definitely see a draw to remain, to like retain the parity between them. But if not, then I feel like they might go with Umasaki. Also, this is Kid. Um, this is Kid and Umasaki, not Kid and Karma. There's no tag belts between Kid and Karma. People still know. People still know. <laughs> like, now, nah, one of them has a deeper know. voice. You know about that? Well, you know about that's that true, microphone. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's either a draw or Umasaki winning. I feel like um, Kid over. That's crazy! That's crazy. You have kid out oh, first round. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how the tournament works. She I lost guess. first round um, last year. I feel like she has to make a run this year. Yeah. Um. The other match in that bracket then is Ami Sore versus Unimon, and that really doesn't give us much insight into who would face the Kateru Misaki. Like that's complete anonymous. Um. Unimon. Assume total, Ami Sore will win. Unimon's a total wild card. Yeah, but I, I imagine Unimism, or not you, uh, Amisore would win that one. Yeah, I, I I would obviously prefer if Unimon won it. I would be more interested if she made a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. Not even a big run, she'd probably lose to a kid in my bracket. Obviously you have Umasaki or a draw, but yeah. I think Unimon over Ami, actually. I think I'll go with that. Yeah? yeah. Okay, alright. Um... Then we have Tam versus Himeka. And I would go with Himeka here. Because they haven't been fully, like, just her losing every match. I mean, she could just toss her over the top. Tam. I think that's... Yeah, like, you can get away with that. it. Um, so, like, you can do various things there to get around it. So I would have Himeka win here. Because I have Ruaka going over Natsuko. Oh, you think they're running that back already? Yeah. Especially with Raka getting Himeka's finisher, like they might have her hit concussion bomb on Himeka. I don't know if Raka like, can lift. Fully. 
<laughs> makeup for that. She's long. gonna have to learn. She's gonna have to try. She'll do it off the apron or the rope or something. Um, I feel like that's the best way to do the pass of the torch thing. Would be having Ruaka back from an eight-minute loss to uh, you know concussion bomb Himeka. I mean, I'm cool with it. I, I think that'd be really fun. Uh, but yeah. I, I feel. What, were, what would you? What did you go with? You went with Natsuko versus Tam. Yeah, I went Natsuko over Natsuko over Tam. Over the top okay. rope or something, yes. you know, disqualification. I could, I could see something. it, especially if they went on to do Natsuko versus Ami. I mean, I was like, thinking so Natsuko's kid. <laughs> of course, uh, I don't know the, why they would do that though. The thing, the thing with Natsuko is this is her first singles tournament since the injury. Yeah, and I feel like we kind of uh, similar, not similar, but like in the same vein as Unimon, we don't know what the vibe is right now. She lost to Tommy. I think that's like the only major singles match she's had, you know, since her injury. I'm gonna I'm go quickly check to see what other singles matches she's had. Uh, yeah, it's the only singles match she's had this entire time uh, since since her injury. All right. So we, I don't know. Like Natsuko could make a run. Like she could make it to like the semis, uh, because her side of the bracket isn't that you know crazy. Uh, her quadrant, I should say, mm-hmm. but. I, I just don't know for sure. I feel like Natsuko or Ruaka probably wins the next, the second round, whoever wins out of them two, because Tam, Himeka, neither of them can really go that far. Uh, yeah. And then they can meet yeah. Kid or Ami or Unimon or Umasaki. I don't really know. Like, I feel like that those four are very up in the air for me right now, but I'd probably say Kid. So Kid versus Ruaka or Kid versus yes. Natsuko in the quarters is what I would go for. No way to touch. Yeah, that. I would. I actually have Rocka and Ami in the quarters. I think. Interesting. Um, I went that far. Uh, that's what I would have. So, um, because I mean, they feel like they're inputting Rocka over mode, and the best way to do that is a run in this tournament, and it's a pretty easy tournament to do that in, especially because then she can lose pretty easily to whoever they want in the other section. So, you have, yeah, you I, would, have, I would have Rocka. Do you have Rocka over Ami? Uh, if they want, that's a yeah. hard. I mean, I feel like Ruaka has so many things as a character that she can do to win these matches. You know, what I mean, like yes. I think, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like they, they could really play it up, and uh, like if they want to go fully balls out, just do Nanai and Ruaka final again. So you know, I think we'd all be down for that. <laughs> why the fuck not? Why not? Yeah, why not? What a beautiful um, reality that yeah, would be. that's uh, yeah, um, that's that section of it. We're very unsure on that one. Yeah. But well, I'm I'm very interested in how it plays out. Um, then we kick off with Marai versus Hanan. But Marai won last year, so she's gonna go out early this it's, year. But I don't know if round one early or round two. Okay. Especially with her and potentially Ida okay. being matched dude, up, dude. Because I think I you're going it. the same place. I need me. it. I need yes. it so bad. Yeah. I please. <laughs> It's all I want in this godforsaken world is for Ida to get a single soul victory over Mirai. Ever. Might happen. Please, like, Might happen. I, I would be cool with Hanan over Mirai as well. I feel like that's like a a upset that is possible. You know, I think I think Hanan could find a way to get her over the top. Uh, I don't think it's that hard. But it I man. It just like it looks so perfect, right? Because the next ones we'll talk about, there's a draw leading to Ida winning and going to the yep. third or to the quarters. I can't count. 
It's not the quarters. That's the, I fucking hate how they did this. Uh, the the third round. That's a weird bracket. Third round. You know, there, there's Ida looks like she can make it to the third round against Mirai. Uh, and I want that a lot. So I would say mm-hmm. Mirai over Hanan is where it's what's happening. But I could also see a Hanan, you know, sneaking out with victory, trying to get a first win in Cinderella. Because a lot of these people have never won a singles match in the Cinderella. Because, you know, they they have been fodder yeah, up to I this just, point. I don't think it's Hanan's time. It, it doesn't feel like they're doing much with her at the moment. Um, so I wouldn't have her do much this time. Um, so uh, that's why I'd have Mirai beat her. Did, did Raka drop out of school? Potentially. Because I'm thinking about it. They would have graduated roughly at the same time. Because they're the same yeah. age like by like, like, they're like a week off or something. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I don't really know. Well, Maybe she just doesn't post about it. That's true. That's true. I was just thinking, I was like, huh. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, Mariah over Hanan just feels too, it feels too much. Yeah, like, too easy. You can't, you can't do that. Um, then we have Sai Ida versus Mio Amasaki, and I think we both have Ida winning that I one. Hope. That's one of the more easy ones. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have Natsupoi versus Mina. So I expect this to go to a draw, set up Natsupoi and Mina as the first white belt match I of Mina's do. reign. I see that being the case as well. Um, okay. Like I said, if. Natsupoi does beat Mina, then I think she probably wins the entire thing. Uh, She's a good shout, yeah. If, but I feel like Natsupoi is so... Natsupoi is so like, weird. You can, you can just do the Natsupoi and Mina draw and do a tile match yes. thing. Like You don't need her to win. Um, so but then I feel like again, this is one of those matches that will change the tournament on its head. Because yes. if Natsupoi wins, she's a favorite. But if she draws... Mike is the favorite. That's correct. But I mean, and if she wins, then it I definitely see Mike and Natsupoi final. And then I still don't know who wins. <laughs> that's but, true. Actually, but if yeah. they did the Mike and Natsupoi final, then somebody is losing, and that's not good for the two presumably next challengers for titles. You know, I feel like Micah is she's ready for another loss. <laughs> she's got to rack them motherfuckers up. Uh, but. You know it, especially if there's a Fukuoka pay-per-view right yeah. after. Yeah, it's Bahamas, Golden Week. So, you know yeah, what that means. Do it. Uh, Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Nats play draw against Mina, and that can kind of make yeah. that side of the bracket real interesting. Uh, instead of just yeah, so that would do. Just winning. Yeah, that would give us Ida versus Mirai then in the the next round, which uh, would be interesting. It's beautiful. It could uh, be a beautiful. It could be a beautiful life. <laughs> We then have the very unpredictable uh, Koguma versus Tekla. Um, yeah, that's, that could really go either way. Like, Tekla, maybe they want to push her again because she's been on the back seat since coming back from injury. Yeah. So maybe they do want to do something with her, but I don't really know. Like, that's something that I realized. Do they have Koguma? That's something I realized with a lot of these wrestlers is that a lot of them are kind of like, they they just need like a little bit of space to just like, shoot through mm-hmm. you know like someone like tecla someone like mariah may someone like natsuko even you know unimon like there's there's a bunch of wrestlers who it's like if they just like are given the chance to make a little run they could really make some some stuff happen that hasn't been uh you know they've been a bit stagnant in the past few months not even on their own you know not even because of their own faults but just because of how the layout works uh so i could see a tecla making a run in this 
But I feel like Koguma is so hard to beat in these tournaments, in, in the Cinderella. Yes, but if anybody could do it, it would be Tekla, who is also high speed. Yes. Um, I, I've, just, I've just realized, did we mistake... <laughs> did I mistake... Is it Saki as in Color Saki? No, it's, it's Saki Kashima. Saki it's, Kashima. It's Kashima. Oh my god, I thought it was Color Saki. What? I thought it was yes. Colors. Why Saki. do you think I'm saying Saki over Shuri so like confidently? What the fuck? You like I'm a psychopath? Oh my god. Dude, that makes that changes everything. Well not everything, but holy shit. Cause I saw it in all caps and I was like, oh Saki. Oh, you know, Color Saki. And then I realized everybody's name is an This all dude caps. doesn't read. <laughs> I am not having a It is well because anyway. the one time that I didn't say the word revival when Saki came up. <laughs> yeah, that would have saved me a lot of trouble. Um anyway, yeah, that's uh that's fun. So uh Tekla could roll up Koguma, Koguma could roll up Tekla. Um Koguma and Mirai running back. Oh no, it would be Koguma and Ida then. That would be a fun match. Um, well, I mean, it depends yeah. on who XX is. That's true. I, I suspect XX will be the native wrestler. Yeah. And I assume that might be somebody from Colors, because they're always easy to get in for shows. Um, and they're probably beating Hina, because yes. let's, let's be honest here. But if it is somebody from Colors, then Pogoma can beat them pretty easily. Tekla could as well. I, I, so, one thing that I don't know if, if our uh, lovely audience knows, Koguma has never been defeated outside of the finals of a Cinderella tournament. Yeah. Which is a crazy stat, right? She's she's made it to every mm-hmm. single final that she's been in because she's only been in Cinderella, two Cinderella tournaments, but that's still really interesting. I don't think she makes it to the final this year, but it feels hard to get her out first round of like her tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, but does that not hard, care but about it's that? just like, you know. Do they do they pay attention? Because I not. I really question. They're definitely so, they're paying more attention to the Kumo Kuma battle. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's that part of the bracket. There's a the left side of the bracket feels very predictable, and the right side is just who the hell knows. I like, will say the, the left side feels more predictable, but it also has like some way more interesting matches. I would say yes. top to bottom. Definitely. Yeah, because you know, like, I mean. There's, There's bigger so names. Like, essentially, all the big names are on the left-hand side. Like the right-hand side is literally mid card. Like it's crazy. Um, so Mariah basically... Kid and Natsupoy fans are gonna get you for that one though. And Tam. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Tam is the yeah. Tam is the. Solo. Tam needs to like, get eliminated like immediately. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I think we're both currently leaning Micah as the winner, yeah. and if not Micah, then Natsupoy. Um, because presumably the winner will challenge will be V1 for uh, Mina or will be Which the next for Julia. Feels like I should be voting for, I should be rooting for Natsupoy because. Yeah. Like, then they've I, I given themselves the avenue to do Natsupoy versus Mina by pairing them up, which I think is done on purpose. So. Yeah. I mean, they paired them up like many Natsupoy. times in the past like year. Yeah. Like, um, why would you pair them up in this specific tournament if you weren't going to have a lead to the title match, you know? No, what, what what I'm trying to say is I would, personally, being me, I would have Micah take the belt off of Mina eventually. That's that's what I would right. like to happen. So her winning the Cinderella is probably bad 
because she has to lose whatever championship she's fighting for. She's either fighting Julia, which she is not beating, or she's fighting yep. Mina in like V1, V2, which she is also not winning. <laughs> so, like, as much as I want Micah to win, and as much as I think Micah winning would make total sense, it would put her over, it would also result in her losing yet another championship match, which is mm. not fun. Well, that's just her spot, really, isn't it? I've kind of accepted it. She is she is the, the Zack Sabre Jr. of this shit. Hiroki Indeed. Goto of this shit, if you will. And now, I mean, Zack gets to lead his own group now as well, so that's not even a fair yeah. comp anymore. Like, he's actually pushed. All of the New Japan guys who used to be goobers are now getting pushes, because, like, I don't know, they got bored of pushing the same four people. Um, the, Z- the Zack push is so... Like, not to make this a New Japan podcast, but just for, like, two seconds. The, the funniest thing is that they are pushing Zack, and everybody's like, yeah, that makes sense. He's been, like... He's been grinding to be ready for this push for like seven years. And then they push David Finley and it's like, I forgot this dude was still in the company. <laughs> and like, I, I love how the, the difference is there. You know what I mean? Where it's like the same level of pushes relatively, but somehow it's like, <laughs> it's like one guy. It's like, yeah, he's been here this entire time. He's been like on the verge of like breaking out and they finally gave him his own faction. And then David Finley just happened to be white and in the company hmm. there's a yeah. there's a certain beauty to do japan booking it, it's it's disgusting but it's it's beautiful at the same time yes it is a very strange company um but that is our preview of the first round of the cinderella tournament i am sure we will be wrong on just about everything um but we will be back next week to uh review the new blood premium assuming we are able to watch it because i'm not paying for it <laughs> Somebody will pay for it somewhere. Um, but yeah, we'll review that. And we'll definitely review the Cinderella tournament because that is on yes. TV. Um, and then we'll preview the second round of the Cinderella tournament and the quarterfinals because those are next week. Is that the uh, winner? Yeah, the first and the second of April. Interesting. Are those yes. both live or the. No, that, that, neither of those are live. Neither I of them are I fucking hate think, everything about this world. Yeah. So. Yeah, because they're doing the one in Tochigi in that 2000 seater hall, and then they're in Corkin for the and the Corkin is the third round and the quarterfinals, whereas the April first show is just the second round. Dude, so this motherfucker, this motherfucker, Sonny is about to have to take the next two weeks and upload 900 shows, and then he better get this Cinderella tournament up in in quick fashion. Not to sound like a not to sound like a brat or like you know like too demanding, but you. You've got to, like, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> There's going to be really problems. Said, they really said, we are entering one of the best periods we are ever going to have. Let's run a hundred shows. Because they're running so much next month as well. They have one, two, oh, three, four, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten shows next month. Uh, no, eleven. They have eleven shows next month. So, uh, they're going to be in the Bunny pit. has his work cut out for him. <laughs> yes, the Sendai pit. Uh, for Mina versus Himeka. Which, uh, that crowd oh, that's going to be terrible. That's going to be yeah. so bad. Like The Sendai crowd is horrendous. <laughs> that match, that match is, um, like, is a match that like doesn't need a great crowd, but like a great crowd could actually make it like a, a fun match to watch. That's going to be mm-hmm. god-awful, because the Sendai crowd is not going to give a shit. A yep. single shit. The they single they couldn't one. give a shit about Andras versus fucking Kagetsu. And those were, those, they, they, those were their people. They watched them grow up. Think they're gonna care about anything else? Fuck no. 
That's great. I like how that was your go-to and not the literal crowning moment of Utami Hayashishta. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that, that also was really bad. <laughs> that was, that Utami was terrible. versus Mayu just became like a really bad match because nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a bad crowd, we didn't get to do TGPW Quest. Sadness. Terrible sadness. I, I did review the show. the show anyway. I didn't finish the so, show because I was like, okay. this is this is hard to get through. Yeah, it was a the, very the odd matches show. weren't even that bad, but like I watched mm. I watched Miu versus uh Miu versus Rika and I was like, Oh, that's the best match on the show. I I nah. <laughs> Cause I was like, this is good. But it doesn't get better. I ain't yeah. I, I ain't sticking around for the next hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> And when Mizuki and Yuka went Tom's Road, I was like, "This, you're you're joking, right? Like this, this can't be happening." I don't so, like uh, I don't like the road when the woman who invented it does it. Yeah, and she does it better than than Yuka. I think mean, I feel the need to say that. But um, yeah. still anyway, that's the crazy. That's yeah, potentially. But uh, yeah, that is that is us. Uh, no TJPW quest. I did review the show anyway on a different podcast, and I'm think I'm reviewing it again next week. <laughs> so you will have chances to hear me t- describe the show. Um. But that is it for us from Stardom. Um, so I think it's time to close the show, unless you have any closing remarks. Uh, isn't it wild that Utami just boom, non-factor? Like, she just loses. Like, yeah, very fun. Utami struggles in the first half of the year, consistently. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that, uh, She'll make up for it eventually. I mean, she's holding, um, she's holding a pretty woman in her arms in her most recent tweet, so I'm sure she's fine. Yeah, she's, she's living life. Um, but with that, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. <laughs>